Hello. Welcome to Public Affairs on WRBH. I'm Lynn Koppel, and today we're joined by Allison Freeman, who is the program director of an interesting program at the JCC. Can you start telling us about that? What does ACE mean? Okay. And we know what JCC means, Jewish Community Center, of course. But. Right, right. Yes, the ACE program stands for Alzheimer's Care and Enrichment. And so it is a program that meets there at the center three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from 10 to 2. And it's designed for the people with Alzheimer's disease or some other related dementia. And um, the, there's 12 people in the program who come on those three days and the idea is for it to be um, engaging, enriching, um, and caring for the person who attends, and but also provide some respite for the families who mm-hmm. are living with this disease. And so people, uh, these, like the caretakers would drop someone off, and it would be a, a couple of hours of uh, kind of interesting things for them to do or fun things exactly. for the people who, who do have Alzheimer's or whatever the their complaint is and uh, but let the poor caregiver go and do some errands and things right right in fact the programs were designed initially for the caregiver the idea being that respite was such Mm -hmm, a great need but what's what we know is that um, caregivers also want more for their relative they want it to be an engaging experience they don't just want someone to sit there and so they're looking for um a place where that person can really um, have a good experience and be involved socially and um, and have this engagement that we know is so important for all of us. I know you've heard of the memory cafe idea that I think comes out of the Netherlands. Uh, I'm familiar with that. And it's the same sort of thing, except in some cases, the, the caretakers are involved. And in some cases, the caretakers are a little isolated and kind of need to hear, hear from other people who are in the same position that they are and to also have fun. It, is your program connected to that sort of a thing or is just did you all start it on your own? And how long has it been going on? Sure. Um, yeah, the Memory Cafe is a little different mm-hmm. because ours is, um, and, and ours started in 1991. That's a long time yes, ago. Yes, it is. The Brookdale Foundation out of New York is where this model um, came from. It's a social respite model, mm-hmm. they call it. So we're not a, a medical focus. There's sure. no nurse or anybody on staff. It's 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 as if you were going to someone's house and well, of course. Um, having that engagement there. but. Um, so it's been around a long time, and the Brookdale Foundation sort of set up this model of a small group program. Mm-hmm. They decided to have it in all sorts of different settings. We were the first JCC that had a program. They've, of course, wow. now there's many others in other settings, in other JCCs, but they had them on Indian reservations. Mm-hmm. They had them in churches where sure. um, the church was empty during the week, and they could have afford the, that space. Um but the idea was that it would be a cost-efficient model. And so I think one of the hallmarks of our program is that we have are staffed by volunteers. Oh, that's nice. And so it is. It is. Because I think the volunteers who come um, bring a different level of, of interest and, and, and commitment to, mm-hmm. to the group because they really want to be there. They want to contribute as much as they can. And so it's been a really, really nice um, part of our model. And, you know... Correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes it might be nice to get away from a professional and just meet someone as a 
kind of on an equal basis. In other words, it's not someone who's going to tell you something about what's wrong with you, but someone that perhaps you can interact with in a sort of a different way. And to me, that seems like a real advantage. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry, are you talking about the participants? Oh, for instance, the participants and the volunteers can interact in a way that is maybe looser than you would with someone. I see, yes. <clears throat> I hate to say knows too much about something, but a nurse, in other words, you would, she perhaps would feel, she or he, would feel that they had to be more helpful in some way, whereas a volunteer might be just very, you know, um, what shall I say, anxious to talk and right, more in, like a, in a, a normal, a normal conversation sort of a thing, and enthusiastic. Oh, tell me more about that, or let's do this together, or something like that, in a a friend to friend and kind of an equal talking basis. I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah, it is. It is, and you're right. It's just it's very much a um, a connection that's different mm-hmm. than any other. And um, so, yes, those volunteers make up our staff. We oh, how have, wonderful. Yes, yeah. and they come regularly. And I think um, it's certainly a huge boon to the program, but I also think it serves the volunteers as well Absolutely. Um, as a way to for them to contribute. Um, and then not only do we have the participants come the three days a week, we do have a caregiver support group mm-hmm. once a month Good. to to help with what the families are going through. You know, this has been going on since 1991, and I imagine in 1991, the interest was not as great as perhaps it is now. Am I right? This is a growing, I hate to say problem, but it's a, a growing concern for so many people. Well, that's certainly true. I think that, you know, there were certainly people with this disease then, yes. um, but we didn't hear as much about that. And, um, and, and, and there was probably a lot more stigma attached. We mm-hmm. hope we've come, made some progress in that respect. But um, now you're right. The, with the numbers, with the baby boomers yes. reaching um, older ages, we're going to see so much more of this. And there needs to be a lot more services out there for folks. And I'm not terribly familiar with an awful lot of people with Alzheimer's, but it seems to me... Unfortunately, I'm of the age where I certainly do know people that uh, there's not a one type fits all, is there? I mean, there's some people who interact very, very well and enjoy interaction a great deal, and then perhaps there are others not so much. And it's a hard way to, to guess, well, you know, how does this work? How do you all deal with that? Yeah, no, that's true because, um, I mean, there's a, a, a often quoted quote that says that, you know, one person with Alzheimer's disease or one family with Alzheimer's mm. disease, if you've met them, then you've met one person with Alzheimer's disease. Because yes, exactly. It's so true. Exactly. It's so yeah. variable depending on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we know, there's quite a large amount of dementias out there. So yes. people can have Alzheimer's disease, but perhaps there's other overlays of different dementias that they're also having. So it is very unique to each individual, mm-hmm. but there certainly are some general gen- generalities that, mm-hmm. that we can um, we know and we know how to work with. But with a group, just like any group, yes. you're going to work with variability um, always. And so, um, you know, we just, you do have to get to know each person and you have to get to know how their diseases manifest and who they are, because it's really, you know, we want to make sure that we're working with people and, and, and 
um, seeing them not as a diagnosis. Well, no. They're the person living with this disease, yeah. Like a neighbor rather than a patient or anything like that. Um, What sorts of activities do you have? I guess... Different people, different things for different people. But generally, what do you? How do you introduce yeah. the yeah, activities? Well, we as we do things as a group, so mm-hmm. we don't break out individually. Oh, okay. Particularly, we really don't. We have twelve participants, so mm-hmm. we can create yeah. do things together. And we really that is one of the designs of our program. Mm-hmm. We want there to be a community. Sure. And so we're all doing things as one, as a group. Mm-hmm. So that can be challenging sometimes to make it work for everybody, yeah. but. Um, but we always have um, an exercise piece. Oh, that's good. So we're, you know, doing exercise typically in our chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it can be challenging and um, and good. So as we know, movement is important. Absolutely. And everyone can do some movement. Um, and then we also have some sort of music yes. every day. And as you probably are aware, music is... Wonderful for all of us, but it's really a great way to connect with folks with dementia. And so we have a piano player. Armand St. Martin plays the piano for mm-hmm. us on Monday. He plays lots of all of these old New Orleans standards. Absolutely. And, um, and people get up and dance, oh, sing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, clap along. Mm-hmm. And and then on Wednesday, we have a different musician, Hazel Schluter, who um, plays the ban- uh, mandolin. So she comes in and does more like folk songs or bluegrass and yes. sing along. Hazel and the Delta Ramblers. Yes. 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 I know, yes, know I know. Hazel. I know Hazel. <laughs> She's great. And then on Friday, we have the Loyola Music Therapy students oh, that's have good. regularly come. So we have a different group each semester, but that's been great to kind of have a, a variety and they bring a different level of music, um, doing music therapy. Um, pieces with us. You know, and I, I think it's so important because music is a different form of what you're thinking about. And it's been my experience that people often remember songs and actually poetry too after other things have gone, but they can come up or prayers, for instance, known prayers will respond and that's wonderful. In other words, somewhere that's that's coming out and, and doing it. It is. It's an overlearned skill, yeah. and that, so it's it's very much a part of us. And so you're right. It's like we can have that responsiveness as well as that. You know, it's a it's a an enjoyment, it's a strength. Yeah, sure. that and, people and, yeah. can enjoy. Well, tell me about the other program. This mind matters. What is that? Yes, that's another program we do at the JCC. <laughs> Um, it was also designed by the Brookdale Foundation. Mm-hmm. What they saw was that people um, who were not ready for a program like A's, mm-hmm. um, that there were people out there who were struggling with maybe some concerns mm-hmm. about memory, um, worried that they may be having some issues related to aging, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, or perhaps just were having some some things that they were concerned about. And so they thought, well, why don't we just use the same model and, and sort of have some kind of um, group program where people can benefit from the engagement, exercise, and involvement, and, and work on brain health. And Good. so that's what Mind Matters is. It's for folks who are either concerned or maybe seeing some issues and want to work at it, want to be proactive in their brain health. Well, so you would recommend at least the first program to people, say, listening to this program who might have... 
uh, well, might have friends, might have relatives, or might themselves be worried about something. Could you come to this Mind Matters and sort of maybe run through it with someone who could say, yes, come on over and, and talk about it? How would you get in touch with this? It's the JCC. Right. I imagine the Uptown JCC. Yes, these are both of these programs are at the mm-hmm. Uptown JCC. And the Mind Matters um, program is a class. So we have okay. a fall semester, a spring oh, semester, okay. and a summer session. And so the fall and spring sessions are 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. The summer is eight weeks. And yes, they would need to call the JCC and talk with me. Good. And, um, and I would just, you know, tell them about the program and see yeah. if it's what they're looking for. They could join the JCC. It's not very expensive, and it's a nice thing to join anyway. And I, you don't have to be Jewish to join the JCC. No, you don't. So anyway, it's open to anyone who has an interest there. There are lots of other things to do with the JCC as right. well, aren't there? Great, great yeah. offering, certainly. And, 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 of course, you don't have to be a member of the JCC to do either of oh, these okay. programs. Oh, okay, that's what I was going to ask no. next. Do you no, need you to join? Yeah. No, you don't. But I do feel like having our program... ACE program in particular at the JCC is, is is a real benefit because we have the nursery school there. And as you were asking Absolutely. about activities, that's another thing we try to incorporate is, is some involvement with the children um, oh. and, um, and just walking into a place like that. You're sure. seeing all different types of people in all different ages as you walk down the hall. And so I think that's a vibrant, yeah. um, special place to have Come each week. Sure, people playing basketball or, right. you know, doing, well, you know, lots of noise, lots of children, things yeah. happening, lots of different people. And that, to me, that would be very helpful to anyone who is having problems in, in one way. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful activity and a wonderful place to have it. It's, yeah. um, that's what we want. Well, how do we get in touch? Can you give us numbers? Do you feel comfortable sure. giving not your own, well, However, to get in touch with yeah, the thing. they would the JCC number is eight nine seven zero one four three, and my extension there is one four three. Or and ask for you, yes. the person yes. probably be able to do it. Right. So you could you just could call that. Now you say it's in semesters. Uh, you probably would have to wait and join at the the upcoming semester. Would that be right? You don't join mid-semester or mid-class. Although our new spring semester starts on January 16th. And so that's when we start afresh. And it's every Tuesday, this class. Mm -hmm. And it is 10 to 2. So it's, you know, it's, it's not just an hour class. It's a, it's a, Time. A significant, yeah, in, it's a commitment. In, yeah. Well, but that's <laughs> but important, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what we we try to encourage is that, um, yeah, it's important to work on our physical health, and it's also important to work on our brain health, and so that's what we try to do in this in this class. Well, that that really is good. And ha- can you give us an idea of how many people are involved in this? I mean, overall, not individually, right. but yeah. You know, yeah. Well, we we have usually about eight to twelve people mm-hmm. in the class. Okay. Um, so it varies, but per, per semester, but it's about that many. So we have it's nice because we can have really group discussions and sure. um, and and really get a, a, a group involved. And I, I think it's also nice to feel that you're in a group and that you can say things in a group that perhaps you wouldn't want to share if it was people you just dropped in to a meeting and now you're going to stand up and reveal things that 
exactly. might be unpleasant or, or painful to talk about. But, you know, if you know the people and you know you're going to be there with them for a little bit, that's more of a commitment, isn't it? It's true. It's true. I think that is nice. And I think we do have some sharing, and that's really uh, yeah. a positive thing. And friendships maybe even mm-hmm. outside of mm-hmm. it, because just because someone believes that they're having problems with this doesn't mean they don't go to the grocery store and see people or oh, go right. to uh, the movies with their right. you know, grandchildren or whatever. Yeah. And it is nice to, to kind of get a, a group and, you know, see them and, and know them. Exactly. And, you know, some folks are are, are just having some issues with aging and just, you know, <laughs> oh, yes. want to figure out ways that, that they can, yeah. can do better. Yeah. Well, you know, I think all of us have... And I, I say this, uh, being an old person, is that you do have fears about that. And you wonder, you know, oh, my goodness, is this, oh, no, what's happening to me? For instance, I have a terrible thing. I can't remember people's names anymore. And it just, but the funny thing about it is I can't remember when you're talking to me at the party and you come up and I, I can introduce you to someone and tell every intimate, crazy, trivial fact about you, except, of course, your name. And usually the other person, I I go to parties where enough people know everybody. say, well, I'm so-and-so. And the other person says, well, I'm so-and-so. Yes, exactly. yes of course you are. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I think that's such a common complaint for yes, I'm afraid lots so. of us. Yeah, so. And then when we talk about that, because it is such a, you know, about techniques and ways yeah. to work at that, yeah. Well, but, you know, also it might be a good idea to... In other words, what things, and maybe you should, for instance, I'm trying, I try to work on that where I, like if, if I know I'm going to meet someone, I write their name down all the time Good idea. rather than remembering. And, you know, not that that's not a sign that I won't, I'm not becoming wonky, but it's, that's, you know, a, a, a coping skill. Do you oh. all teach things like that? That would be interesting also to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, so that is something we'll work on and what, you know, how to remember the group's names as we're learning them each semester. You know, we work on that and we talk about what is helpful. And we also talk about how easily it is, how easy it is not to get the name because when you're meeting someone, you know, there's just, you're taking in so much. Um, Mm -hmm. You're thinking about what you're going to ask and there's all these things that you're going to, yeah. So, so there's lots of reasons that we're not good at it. And actually there's a name for that. Because a friend of mine who's a psychologist who works with this said, oh, yes, that, and I can't remember the name, but it's like something phobia where you're, and it's an anxiety response that you, you're anxious about the meeting, and so it, you blank it out. And, of course, the funny thing is, is then 20 minutes later after you stop talking to them, the name pops into your head, you know. Right, or, right. So exactly. She it said, no, that's it. right. Not exactly when you need it, but no, yeah. Uh, but there it is. <laughs> right, uh, right. Well, this is wonderful. So you would, you know, you're, you're teaching sort of coping skills too in this class. That yeah, well, if someone's our, our interested. idea is to, to do everything during the course of the day that mm-hmm. we know is good for our brain health. So we do some uh, cognitive stimulation. Mm-hmm. So sure. we might work on, uh, you know, we might have homework, math homework, oh, and other um, word problems that, that sort of, and our emphasis is that, you know, we we sometimes as we've gotten older and gotten we- done well in our jobs or whatever, we aren't challenging ourselves perhaps in ways that we could. And so we try to come up with ways to sort of push ourselves. Um, we have... Um, 
one interesting thing we do is we learn a song um, over the course of the semester. So each week we learn a verse. And in that respect, you know, you're doing repetition, you're doing, you know, music is a nice way of learning things, you know, and um, with rhyme and rhythm that helps our memory. And so we're trying to talk about why we remember things as, as we go along. But we learn a song over the course of the semester, and that's always fun. Um, we sometimes try to memorize a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, we do an exercise. There's 30 minutes with a trainer so that we're getting Very that good. piece because we know that's so critical to our brain health. Um, we eat lunch together, so there's the social sure. engagement as well. And we might, you know, have a topic that we debate and break into sides and debate. Um, but we try to, and also we try to do um meditation or mindfulness because we also know how important it is to address the stress in our lives. Of course. And so we're trying to teach that skill too. Well, that's very good. Kind of a calming uh, right. section where how to calm yourself when you're when you've become agitated in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. You know, the interesting thing about learning by songs and poetry, that's the way many children learn to read. And I, I know you have experienced this. For instance, my grandchildren can recite Madeline from beginning to end and you think, oh, you've been reading that? No, it was read to them so many times that at three or four years old, they had memorized the whole thing. And that's, I'm not, I don't have an education PhD or a degree, but that that's one of the, the things that mm-hmm. we used to talk about is that you, you can, for some reason, you can remember a rhyme yes. more yes. than you, and it's easier than reading mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's fun. um, do you see other things coming too at the JCC with that, with the Alzheimer's? I mean, are there some other planned things? Yes. In fact, this coming spring, the last Wednesday in January, and we'll be getting this out. Um, Please. Um, to tell people about, but um, Oshner has a cognitive disorders and brain health program, mm-hmm. and they have partnered with us, and they're, we're going to do a brain health series. Mm-hmm. So once a month, there'll be a speaker from that program of Oshner's speaking on brain health. So there'll be a piece on cognitive mm-hmm. issues, on sleep, how important sleep is for our brain, and um, it's a great series, like five sessions. So we'll... And that will be open to the public. Yes, is that that'll true? be free of charge, open to the public. It'll be at night, hoping that folks who well, don't work can get there too. Yeah, that's that's important because mm-hmm. um, I would imagine that your day programs, you know, are for people who are a little bit older. But I'm sure people, gosh, everybody works to great age anyway, and you want to know more about it. You know, in my particular. Uh, concern often is with people who are caretakers or caregivers is that, you know, it's so hard on them because perhaps they've, you know, this is someone they love and mm-hmm. have had a, a very warm relationship with, and yet you don't know what to do. And right. I, so when you talk, you all talk to caregivers, what do they have any sort of a uh, help there other than, of course, you get out for a couple of hours. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a real hard road for families who, yeah. who are living with this. And, and and in ways that we don't, you know, you're living with someone who's who's you're losing, yes. and but they're still with you. And so it's a very complicated kind of grief process because, you know, they're here, but they're in many ways not cognitively there. And so... Yeah. 
Um, but still there, you know, I'm not well, diminished that they them. are It's not like there, they, right. you can forget about, no, you oh, know, stop yeah. being dopey, you know, yeah. leave me alone. It's, yeah. you care about them. So I do think that these caregivers need this respite. And, sure. Um, but they also need all of us to sort of yeah, to, to reach out and, and connect, because I think there is the loneliness of not being able to communicate like sure. you once did or share what you might yeah. share. Um, so I think there, that it's important for us to be able to, to reach out to those folks to, sure. to be good friends. Yeah. Well, I know, and it, yeah. it, it is hard, and you just, and I, the isolation is another thing that worries me is, mm-hmm. you know, when you've, you've been with someone and you've been going out and doing things regularly, and then, oops, you know, right. now it's not quite the same thing. Yeah. Well, these sound like such marvelous programs, and I'm so glad you all are are doing it, and since who knew from 1991? That's a long time, it is isn't a long it? Time, yes, it is. <laughs> have you had? Have you been in charge of it since 1991? I have. I have. <gasps> My so goodness! Well, good for yeah, you. We started out one day a week, <laughs> so <laughs> well, it wasn't. Slow. But <laughs> but we grew the program, yes. So, um, and one thing I neglected to mention was oh, that we do try to incorporate the arts into the program as well. Mm -hmm. So um, the poetry you mentioned Mm -hmm. and storytelling and and artwork. So we try to, because, you know, with the the language and Mm -hmm. memory not being as um, um, able, as as people not being able to to use that facility, that the arts offers another tool. And so we, Mm -hmm. we try to incorporate that as well. It sounds like you've got so many things going on there, and I really encourage anyone, pull out your pens and pencil, because I'm going to ask again for your information and maybe the telephone number, whatever, however people could get in touch, because this is something that I can't, you and I both know so many people are troubling with it, and uh, Mm -hmm. this might be a way to at least help a little bit. Right. Sure. Well, good. Sure. Um, um, they would need to call the JCC mm-hmm. at 897-0143 and ask for Allison Freeman. And my extension is 143 or they'll put you in touch. Yeah. And, and everyone should remember the JCC is on St. Charles and Jefferson. This is what we're talking, the one we're talking about. Right. If I, I, I imagine most people would know where it was, but so it's conveniently located and, um, you, you know, easy to find and lots and lots of opportunities and right. things to do. So I I encourage anybody to get in touch. And thank you so very much for doing that. Well, thank you. I appreciate you well, speaking with me about it. It's well, let's hope that uh, we can keep it going and may it, may it flourish. This has been Public Affairs on WRBH. Thanks for listening.